0: Super Friends with Eric Esquivel. Welcome back to Super Friends. I'm joined today by Yehudi Mercado. Hey, Yehudi. Yeah, how's it going? Thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is our second try.
1: That's right. Which I appreciate you coming
0: out. <laughs> Last time, uh, the a first one was hit. so
1: filthy that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was too blue, as they yeah. say, <laughs> in the industry. So thanks for coming out, man. So oh yeah, are we allowed to cuss now? I mean, in America, <laughs> yes, on the podcast. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it Superman. Okay. Sweet. I mean, Let's do it. So we're talking about Superman, the last son of Krypton, which is the three-parter that kicked off the animated series.
1: Yeah, I think I remember Yeah, airing all in one big chunk, right? Yeah, like a TV movie. Yeah.
0: Very exciting. Do you remember where you were?
1: Uh, I think, yeah, where was I? I think I was already in college at the time.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was in the 90s, like mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Were you a fan yeah. of the Batman animated series? Yeah. Prior to
1: yeah, yeah. That one just, like, broke it wide open for me. Yeah, yeah. Because it was at that time, you know, because in high school, you know, I drew as a kid. Mm-hmm. I always drew my own stuff. And then I got really into, like, drama and, like, theater in high school. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until college that I sort of, like, married the two and, like, really wanted to get into animation. Yeah, yeah. So, like, at that time, like, Aladdin came out and, like, that just blew my mind. I was, sure. like, oh, you can do something funny. Mm-hmm more comedic in a disney movie like
0: yeah yeah let's talk yeah. about who you are yeah so yeah. you're Yehudi mercado the world <laughs> ga- galaxy famous uh right. storyteller so you work in comics and animation and video games let's, mm-hmm. tell, let's tell us about yourself
1: uh yeah yeah so i've um used to live in austin texas uh i've worked in video games there and then i started my own small animation studio called horseback salad mm-hmm. great and name we did, like uh, uh music videos and commercials and stuff
0: and what's your favorite um example of each
1: <laughs> we did a terrible uh, <laughs> i love it we did this terrible game it was a flash game mm-hmm. called spring break dog all
0: right right. <laughs>
1: this little animated dog catching you had to keep like a beach ball up in the air okay and if you dropped it you had to chug a chug of beer gotcha. So, gotcha
0: yeah awesome
1: we always made fun of that how about
0: uh, <laughs> music video uh
1: we did one um uh we did a Couple that were pretty popular. One for uh, Patty Griffin. Oh, sort of a rotoscope style for her video for
0: Rain. Cool, cool.
1: And then one uh, for uh, Pat Green. So a lot of country music.
0: Gotcha. Uh, it's Texas. called Baby Doll. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, that was cool. And then so where from there? Where'd you go?
1: So then, um, then I wrote uh, a screenplay uh, called Buffalo Speedway, sort of loosely based on my time as a pizza delivery driver. Awesome. Uh, and I wrote it, and it submitted to some festivals, and uh, it won second place in the final draft Big Break Contest. Oh, great. So that one, so I got some interest in mm-hmm. Hollywood, so that sort of got my mind like, hey, maybe I should, you know, pursue my own projects. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of when Hollywood, I started- California. That's uh, yeah, right, yeah. Not yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I started sort of writing, developing my own stuff, pitching to Cartoon Network, and-
0: Cool. Yeah. And and so the comics came around in that area around that time in your life.
1: Yeah, so when Buffalo Speedway uh, nothing ever happened with it and I got all the rights back, mm-hmm. I decided okay, I need to do something with this. Mm-hmm. So that's when I turned it into my first graphic novel.
0: Yeah, yeah which is super good. Thanks. I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah. Fan. Yeah, and then you work in video games too. You worked for like Marvel Interactive?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the Guardians and that's game. through uh, Disney Interactive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I worked on the the Guardians of the Galaxy mobile game. Mm-hmm. Uh back when no one in the office knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. <laughs> You're at the all. one cool guy. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me the gig. Yeah. Like no one knew anything about it. I sort of like knew something of it. Mm-hmm. I mean I had no idea what the movie was going to be at all, but sure, was sure. like okay, Marvel, these weird cosmic characters. I love Star Wars, so, mm-hmm. like I can really like put a stamp on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I sort of like just pounced on it and just like announced that I was going to write it. Also, like, that's <laughs> I had awesome. no business like demanding that. But, like, right. <laughs> but it worked. Yeah,
0: that's great. That's yeah. great. I love the game too because it fuses some of the comic stuff with the movies. Like, yeah, like like the Star Lord's guns, have the element powers. Yeah, which they yeah, Have in the comic, but not in the in the movie. Yeah. And I like it a lot. It's-
1: yeah, I was curious why they didn't do that in the movie it's too much at
0: once yeah you're already buying a talking tree i don't want to have an <laughs> element gun yeah, yeah. yeah and then you're currently working on a bunch of comics saifu When mm-hmm. yeah. when is that out so
1: saifu comes out march 13th through
0: oni press mm-hmm. uh, and it's a hip-hop kung fu
1: sci-fi all ages book
0: that's so cool what yeah. a great melding <laughs> so speaking of comics superman yeah were you always a fan of the superman character or was that something later in life when did you meet clark
1: i think my earliest recollection of Clark was definitely the Christopher Reeve movie. Excellent. Like, I mean, I think I remember seeing the comics and maybe even having some action figures, but really, like when you see Christopher Reeve for the first time, yeah. like flying on screen, it's I mean, Superman. it's just, it, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, because just the way he moved and the way he, because that's why I like, I keep thinking, like, that's the best version of Superman is, like, an animated version. Because you really need to see this guy flying and moving and... See the power he wields. Yeah, Just yeah. to really embrace what he's all about.
0: So that's why you chose this as your favorite Superman to yeah. talk about, was the animated version, because you can see the full range of the character. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I felt like some of the comics, he was getting too overpowered. Okay. And in this, they sort of dialed him down a little. Like mm-hmm. he, you saw him struggle. Yeah. Especially with the plane sequence, like the jumbo jet plane sequence. It reminded sequence, me of like, the
0: Fleischer stuff, where he, like, yeah. he's gritting his teeth and like, gr- yeah. like, like, really putting forth effort. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you.
1: Compare that to, I mean, it was probably like an additional shot that Joss Whedon put in, but like the, the new Justice League movie, sure. it's a funny gag where like Superman's holding that entire building, yeah, and like setting it down. But it's like eh.
0: the stakes are kind of lower when that right.
1: Happens. It's like okay, well, he can just do that then. Exactly. Then what? What else? Nothing can get in his way.
0: So this three-parter was aired as a TV movie. Yeah. And it, was it was written like by
1: WB, like Kids WB block. Yeah. So like where like Tiny Toons and Animaniacs aired, mm-hmm. and then I guess Batman the Animated Series was like the first action. I think you're correct in that block. Yeah, yeah. And It started to skew away For from sort of the pinky and the brain stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's written by Alan Burnett and Paul Dini, mm-hmm. who also created Harley Quinn. Yeah. Very popular animation guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really good. So it's sort of oddly Which structured. Harley is basically
1: just. Uh, what's her name um, from uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Right, like oh, that's Audrey, funny. Audrey, yeah. like I never saw that before, yeah, yeah. But yeah
0: like I'm mean, in my head, but yeah, that, that yeah, makes her sense. voice, like, that's yeah. funny. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so these three parter, it's really funny because it's not really that closely connected. Like the first villain is Brainiac, yeah, and then uh, the it ends with Lexer through Metallo, and there's no Brainiac resolution at all. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's yeah, really it's just odd. sort of
1: like the seed.
0: Yeah. So the first the first episode you only see Clark Kent for like 3 seconds as a little baby with yeah. a spit curl mm-hmm. and it's all about Jor-El. Yeah. And yeah. it's and sort of the theme that runs throughout the three episodes is just the idea of leadership, right? Right. Yeah. So, and you know,
1: that's what's so beautiful about Jor-El, it's like taking that time to really establish what Jor-El is all about. Mm-hmm. And really like how this guy is just stuck in the middle. Like he's a scientist, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not like he's all like blue collar guy yeah. Or all politician mm-hmm. Or all science mm-hmm. Like he's sort of like The perfect blend Of all three of those Yeah yeah Like but you have your politicians out. Who are like Speaking British accents Or in like literally yeah, like yeah. These desks that are like Three stories high mm-hmm. So they can look down on you But he's not like All brainiac Cold Yeah Lying science guy Like
0: it's it's pretty interesting. That's why I like Superman in general is the idea that he's always half in, half out. He's like sort of half human, half Kryptonian. He's, yeah. he's a super genius, but also super super like tough and yeah. like it's yeah. Jerrel exemplifies that, and that's that's really really fun. Yeah,
1: and it's like it's it's full of like great like action set pieces too. Mm-hmm. So you really see like Jerrel is like. Yeah, he's a scientist, but he can sort of handle himself. Yeah. And, you know, he's getting hurt. Like, immediately, like he's, like, getting hurt. He's getting like a Doc at. Savage
0: man of action. Yeah, yeah, Back when scientists were, like, these burly-chested, like, adventurers. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, like, very pulpy. Right. And I like that it, it takes away the element of fate, which is interesting, where, like, Brainiac is the reason Krypton's destroyed in this. Yeah. And also, when everyone thinks of Brainiac in the modern era, they think that of a computer... And and this is sort of why, right? Like right, right. when he was first created, he, oh, was, yeah. he wasn't well, a robot. He was just this guy who like collected cities. Uh, he was an he was an alien, he was a biological oh, okay. alien. And this is really like where he solidified in people's minds as being a robot from Krypton.
1: Yeah, and it's sort of like that sort of like, you know, the 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 Frankenstein you create, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to
0: haunt you. Yeah, they created a, a machine to lead Krypton. Yeah. And it sort of started to lead them astray because it had no humanity to it. Yeah. And it, it yeah, it's like just...
1: outsourcing all your duties almost. Exactly. Yeah, all yeah. your responsibilities to this machine.
0: Yeah. And that's that's sort of I think they're talking about like representative democracy there a little bit. Yeah, people, yeah. Like uh, the citizenry wasn't super engaged. They were just kind of like complacent and uh letting their planet be run by someone else. Right. And they weren't paying attention and then that they were doomed by it. Yeah. And it's why Superman's so into being like a citizen when he's on America. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why it's so beautiful because I think Lex represents sort of that seed mm. of like this autocracy taking yeah. over. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, if you let a guy like Lex just blossom and fester you're going to eventually get like a Krypton imploding.
0: And it's why Superman doesn't lead us as a tyrant and, and tell us what right. to do, because he knows that if one person imposes their will on everyone, that's the way the planet dies. Yeah. Like, you have to have many perspectives in order to like have the largest pool of resources to pull from when you're making decisions. Yeah, Krypton yeah. failed at that and that's why right. they died. So he's so into America because it's, it's it's an exciting idea. It's how yeah. you beat that kind of And I think villain. that...
1: That's also what tapped into Superman as a kid, because I'm Jewish yeah, yeah. and Mexican. So, yeah. like, a immigrant, you know, other, uh, you know, growing up in America, because I moved here when I was like three months. So, it was almost like Superman, like, yeah. you know, landing here at, as a baby yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. and then being raised in this different culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that idea of like this Jewishness of like, you know, you're, you're questioning authority. Uh, But you know that authoritarianism, you know, will will ultimately be corrupted. Yeah, yeah. You just can't rely on, you know, outsourcing your brain.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy you brought up that part of your your family affecting your interpretation of the character. Because that's something yeah. that I find is common with big Superman fans. Like, I'm also yeah. a biracial guy, uh, Mexican and Irish, and like huge America-loving immigrants on both sides that like gave up everything to get here. And it's a yeah. big struggle and just super patriotic. That's and- why
1: I bristle, like even like, you know, I some liberal friends who are like, oh, America's so terrible. It's like, no, no, no. no. Oh, man. Like, America's
0: uh,
1: fucking, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine, it's fine. Is, it's a beautiful experiment you know, that we keep striving to make better.
0: And it's so fragile and it needs yeah. like protecting. And yeah. like, if you're just giving up on it, like, oh, my God, does that frustrate yeah, me? Yeah, that's
1: I've, when you get, like, torture, You know, Nazis wielding torches in the streets. Yeah,
0: so. I'm from Arizona where there's people that have, like, I've known people who have, like, f- they've walked from Mexico to the States and, like, they're... F- Feet fused into their shoes, and like wow. people like sacrifice everything in the yeah. world, and then you're just like America, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> <Obama>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's fun to see someone defend again, being so excited about it. In yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And,
0: and as a Jewish guy, like, was it exciting for you that it was created by two Jewish kids? Yeah, definitely. And that whole part of the story.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because even like, because I went to a synagogue in Houston called Temple Manuel. Mm-hmm. and I even like thought like, oh, emmanuel almost sounds like. A Kryptonian name. Yeah, I like in it. Like Kal-El Dora. Yeah, and in that synagogue, too, we even had um, stained glass windows of, like, Jewish entertainers.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: So you had, like, the Marx Brothers in this, like, stained glass oh, window. So it was, that. like, it was weird. It was almost like me discovering, like, oh, Jewishness has this superpower of, like, entertainment and comedy. Like, That's
0: awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah I, um, is Brainiac in the Moses story? I haven't read it in a long time. Is see
1: um <laughs> not really. No.
0: <laughs> There's no sentient Kryptonian the robot. burning bush maybe, I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but definitely yeah, the raised by another culture and mm-hmm. then sort of learning. I mean, uh Earth doesn't like enslave the Kryptonians, so like that, you know. You don't it's got have that, going that aspect, for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's definitely yeah, like a an outsider being raised within a different culture.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yes, this first episode is really fun. I loved it, uh, how ballsy it was to not have Superman in the first episode of Superman. Yeah. It's all about jor and then it, it's funny that Lara has um, the spit curl, and yeah, jor- yeah. doesn't. So you yeah. see how it comes from his mom, what comes, like physically. And, yeah. and it was also the first time I ever saw a racially diverse Krypton. Cause oh yeah! All of the TV shows and comics and stuff up to it's that all it was all. White. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this was like there was a range of people, and it, that was interesting. Oh yeah. Even there's like a guy with an eye patch in the Science Council. <laughs> there's <was> like different <laughs> able people, and it was like it felt sort of uh, more realistic. More yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, liked I
1: did like that. It even started when they were at the polls. so it's like you almost like got the seed of where like the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Like. I think if I was ever to do like my own like version of Krypton, I would definitely make it icy, Mm -hmm. like almost like that's the home he's trying to recreate.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's really cool. So then let's kick off into part two, shall we? So the part two was basically the entirety of Smallville, yeah, in like one (laughs) thirty-minute episode or twenty-minute episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What what stood out to you about the second one?
1: That he was, uh, you know, definitely like the the farm boy. Mm Like he's a goody-goody, he's sort of like, you know, deferential to his parents, and but he's like a daydreamer too. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like it's in him to know how to fly, so like immediately you see him like, like looking off at a
0: bird mm. outside his like classroom window. Connecting emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he also like look through a wall? And when he's in the classroom, yeah, yeah, he's like not even looking through window, he's looking through the wall. And like, why are you like? Are you autistic? Like, you're just staring at the wall and like really excited. Yeah, yeah. I I like that element a lot. Yeah. The best thing in that episode for me is that Clark's power is revealed when he leaps in a fire to save these people. Yeah. And he has no idea he's invulnerable. Right. He just thinks he's like, I have to do this. Yeah. yeah. The right thing to do, and like, I'm probably gonna get burned to death, but I'm gonna boost this baby out of a car. And then he looks down, and his skin is fine. He's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, thank god yeah and that's amazing to me yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. what that's people say superman isn't brave because only a man can be brave right that was the superman batman thing where oh, like right. if you know you're bulletproof then looking on the barrel of a gun doesn't do anything right, right. but he didn't know he was gonna be yeah. okay so he's he's proved his bravery
1: well and then even like until he speaks to jor-el like mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't know what's you know it could go away in in a second or you know
0: yeah yeah and i like that i don't know if you relate to that also with your experience but like uh his parents tell him what his true identity is, that he's an alien. Yeah. And then he's sort of like struggling with that. Yeah. He's, he's like, doesn't know the language and he's looking at this hologram and trying to relate to customs that don't make sense to him. Yeah. Like yeah. That, there's a sort of a sense of loss there.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Cause growing up like, you know, my name's Yehudi. So it was a, a weird name for like these Texas high school teachers. Sure. To even sure. say.
0: I think both names were at Yodi Mercado. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. So
1: like in high school, I switched my name to Jerry. Really? Uh, yeah, I just is like, that from a middle name or just uh, my dad's name is Gerardo, so I just sort of like <laughs> stole his name.
0: That's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, just so it was like sort of easier. So it was almost like I was denying my Jewishness.
0: Yeah, man. Sort of I'm assimilating. Sorry that you
1: had to do that. Yeah, but yeah, it's like all these weird, like little microaggressions you don't realize. Like I had a girlfriend who her grandmother was so racist towards Mexicans, mm-hmm. they had to tell her that I was Italian oh my god (laughs) they're like just go with it just go just pretend you're italian horrible and like as a kid you don't really like i don't know like you just kind of go along with it because
0: holy crap
1: but like yeah just to just feel that inside like oh right of course mexican is less yeah i'll just go along with it oh jesus yeah
0: oh man (laughs) that's so insane i have a i have an aunt uh so my mom is irish and my dad's mexican Mm. and my mom's sister also uh had kids with a mexican guy and they stayed together and and, uh she is transracial she like pretends to be latina because she doesn't (laughs) want anyone to know that her kids are biracial because that's a harder oh, life than just yeah. being mexican right, right. so she like has the tattooed like uh, eyeliner and stuff and like <laughs> she like speaks this broken spanish that she only knows like 15 words from but like and like just pretends to be latino and like like tans and stuff and wow. like because being biracial is really hard so like she yeah to be accepted fully by the like, mexican community and like yeah that's interesting tough, it's, oh it's so hard
1: and then because then even like on the jewish side like i would go to a jewish summer camp every summer yeah and then I'd hear, like, the Mexican jokes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm not safe anywhere. Like
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you have, ex- like, on both sides with that, where, like, Mexican kids were like, you're too white? Because your complexion wasn't... Or you could Right, you could be yeah, Italian. I could pass
1: as white. Well, yeah, and even, like, uh, in college, I remember even, like, working for this... Uh, at Austin Community College, I worked on, like, the video display system, and, like, it was, like, in the, in the group where it's, like, student... Uh, like so would do the parties for the student clubs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I remember doing. We set up this whole event for Juneteenth, mm-hmm. and growing up in Texas, we didn't really hear about Juneteenth at all. So sure. like, finally, like learned about Juneteenth, and like it's when slavery, like when the Emancipation Proclamation reached, mm-hmm. you know, the states, mm-hmm. and they officially heard they were free. Mm-hmm. And I was like really moved by this whole event. And then just like all the other white coworkers around me assumed I was white. Mm -hmm. So they opened up and like, why do black people get their own thing? Oh, God. Oh, my God. What am I? I'm not white. Don't talk like that. It's so funny
0: being in like Texas or Arizona or like places that used to be Mexico, too. When people get like go back to where you're from yeah. like what like you're from ireland yeah. like this is the continent that my family's been from for forever yeah, yeah. Like, i know you know the alamo story you yeah. are fighting and like, and like we have a state but called new mexico like, they, what you... they,
1: but in in texas they celebrate the alamo as if the texans won it's so crazy
0: right and like the idea that it's that delusion there's some like twitter guy that was mocking i i uh retweet a lot of the Latino Comics Expo stuff because I'm a guest yeah. every year. It's really fun. And there was some guy whose Twitter handle was like, God is white 14. I think it was. <laughs> and, and he was like, we were just fine before all the Mexicans came. And, and like, because and he, he's mad that there's going to be a new uh, Latino Expo in Texas. Oh I'm yeah. like, there's no point when like, there weren't Mexicans in Texas. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah so if you could bizarre. give that experience to Clark Kent, how would you rate that? If you could like <laughs> express that experience in your life through that character as a writer. I
1: would definitely play a uh, um, The Alien Scare Sure Like I think that's definitely what Like Lex Luthor brings to the table uh-huh. Is like the xenophobia Sure Like how hey, can you trust these aliens Like I'd definitely play that up more mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah even introduce other aliens That sort of muck it up for For Superman
0: Yeah yeah like, I, uh, I think
1: that's the way I would approach it
0: I used to know like real conservative Border Patrol Mexican guys Who yeah. were like you know, I'm not a wetback at least, like 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 self hating, like almost like daywalker, play. Like, right? Yeah. And like I would have that with Superman, where he's always defending the Earth from aliens. And like, what if that feeds into the like, you're one of the good ones, Superman? Yeah, like yeah. I feel like there should be some a pull there of him relating to the aliens more yeah. and like trying to establish maybe a refugee city on Earth for the aliens, maybe like over by Thanoskara yeah, or something. Yeah. Or like <laughs> there should be a pull there where he's not just like being used by. One type of person against one type of person. Right.
1: And then I would even play up his internal struggle, Mm -hmm. like almost play up like, oh, he's harder on alien invaders Mm -hmm. in a way because it's like. I'm a Kansas boy, like. Yeah, yeah. This is the way we would treat treat like a hostile outsider, like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me too, right? No, yes, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My name is not Cal. It's Puck. My name is not Yehudi. It's right. Jerry. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. When I, I, I put my glasses on. I'm Jerry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to mispronounce my last name on, on purpose. Like it's Esquivel, Yeah. but I'd say Esquivel Right. Because the Q sound for was the like, white like, people. oh, maybe it's French or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I love talking to people who have this experience with Clark Kent because people just think that he's such a one-note character. I like no, he yeah, Responded it's, this way too. Yeah,
1: it's, he's yeah, way more complex than that. Mm-hmm. And I do like even when they show him as a, especially as a kid, struggling. Like I like that part of Man of Steel, like him like seeing through his eyelids and like yeah. being really freaked out by that,
0: like all the noise. The yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like that aspect, like him needing to like dial into his powers. Mm-hmm. And almost like that being a daily struggle. It's like if he just relaxes, hmm. he'll hear every conversation around him like times a thousand. Like, yeah, I'm going Think about them. the amount of concentration that would take to just sort of like. It's almost like needing to sit up straight.
0: Yeah, yeah. All, all the, the time,
1: time, sucking in your gut and like really concentrating all the time.
0: And explains the fortress then, right? Where we, can, yeah. we can relax. Where he, he, if he relaxes there, he won't hear people because there aren't people. Right. So finally, he can like calm down. It yeah. makes so much more sense. Yeah. I love that. So then in this two parter, they sort mm-hmm. of do like a Bible jump where we see Clark when he's like a young man and then whoop, he's 29 yeah. later at the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's really interesting. Are you a fan of the Lois Lane, Perry White, Jimmy Olsen? Oh, yeah. Greek love course? that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think that's when that world works best is when it's done in that sort of retro futuristic Art Deco sure. style. Yeah, like yeah. guys still in fedoras and
0: mm-hmm.
1: like her speaking like a, you know, Like bringing a baby, like, Mm. you know, screwball comedy, like that world works better in that.
0: Do you think because that's when journalism was sort of a a more lofty profession too? kind of, but then
1: also it just explains away the, like the glasses and not realizing it's Clark, like that kind of stuff It just sort of like smooths that over a little bit.
0: It is sort of timeless. Yeah. Like it. The same with the Batman the Animated Series. Like, was it in the 40s or in the future? You don't know. Right. They have, like, Tommy guns, but then also cell phones. Yeah, and, and, like, airships. And, yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it fits that. But Superman definitely felt a little bit more, um, like, retro futurist mm-hmm. than super than the Batman show did. Especially when they have the um, Lex Luthor character yeah. who's just Iron Man. Right. He's just yeah. an unredeemed <laughs> Iron Man in this. Down to yeah. his the whole thing is he's building a battle suit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, and those mechs are
1: straight out of that Fleischer, yep. that first Fleischer, yep,
0: Superman's. which is beautiful.
1: Even like, even like how they like people fold out, mm-hmm. right? And they have those hidden compartments yeah. inside, like
0: yeah, yeah. It's the battle of the robots and the yeah, Fleischer yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's no giant numbers on them, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Lex is an arms dealer. Mm-hmm. So this isn't the version from the original comics where he was like a mad rogue scientist. This is the 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 Burn era Man of Steel, sort right. of like a yuppie Trump.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, kind um, of villain. Yeah. Captain of Industry
0: mm-hmm. and untouchable. Like with yeah. a criminal, you put him in jail. But with a Captain of Industry, who's like has shady politics, you yeah. can't hit that. Right. So it's the best Superman villain of all time.
1: Yeah, and you can't just wipe him out because like people work there. People, yeah, and agree with him. Yeah, and that's hard yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's an idea, and he's like a support system. So mm-hmm. it's like all these families who you know get a salary from Lick Score. Like, what happens with that?
0: And there's a parallel with Jor-El there too, because Jerell like. If he killed the science council and took over, maybe he could have saved the planet, which is like really yeah. weird to think about. <laughs> so with Superman, when he sees Lex, he's always like, all right, like how far do I go? Like, right. do I always let him get away? Because at some point, what if the planet's doomed and like my my dad like didn't act? When yeah. he should, like, well, how yeah, do like, I He learn, could have just instance, assassinated the
1: council and like shut off Brainiac.
0: Yeah. And like so with Lex, there's a tension there of like, oh, please, let, please be redeemed before I have to break you. Yeah. And I always feel it with the character, like I don't know if you'd feel that way with your man, but he's he's just like I'm, I'm begging you to not make me do what I'm, yeah. what I have to do. Yeah, yeah, film. definitely. Yeah. What is your What is your Lex take in general? You're a pretty uh, political savvy yeah. guy, and, and like this, this version, you like this version?
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and especially because you, even he's even like, uh, it's not like he's a noble guy too like he's setting up this shady deal mm-hmm. like he's like getting it stolen on purpose and mm-hmm. like it's like oh yeah like that's how you make it is like by bending the rules and like being corrupt and mm-hmm. like yeah I, li- I definitely like that version
0: of let yeah. so the plot in this like you were saying is that he can't deal arms to this rogue station this rogue um, nation Yeah. so he he does like a, an exhibition of the weaponry right and, and then allows sort of, them to steal it yeah and it yeah. gets paid under the table right by them yeah. but then like how did the terrorists get it it's crazy yeah but then Clark as a journalist figures that out right so it, it's clark kent that wins the day and not superman yeah yeah and that's yeah. exciting. yeah
1: that's what's beautiful about it
0: yeah i like you just said that he wasn't also noble which is yeah. completely <laughs> true he has his uh office has shark tanks in it <laughs> which is the most on the yeah. nose imagery of all time. he's like talking to one of his subordinates and there's like sharks eating a lamb behind him <laughs> and it's like it's the most amazing thing of all time yeah, yeah. oh that's subtext yeah got, like do you get it so funny,
1: yeah, but yeah, definitely that plane sequence. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty long action set piece for a, like a, yeah, like an animated series. And that's really what, like, oh, okay, that really dialed in like what this show was going to be like,
0: like visually, yeah,
1: visually, yeah, and like just like how his powers were going to work and. Yeah, it was beautiful.
0: And I like that it was all Earth stuff in the second episode, and then mm-hmm. the third too. It w- like, like we mentioned, it wasn't Brainiac coming to now destroy Earth. So then immediately Clark defeats him, and he he resolves his father's failure. Right, right. It's a different. It's thematic. That's. It's not like as on the nose. And for a kid thing, it's. I kept expecting Brainiac to come back. Yeah. Because I'm trained in story right, structure at yeah, yeah. that point from watching Saturday morning That's cartoons, true. Yeah, and yeah. like he doesn't do it. It's weird. Yeah. And then like.
1: Do you ever see what was the? It was like the director's cut of the Donner superman 2 mm-hmm. where it starts with or i forget where it came in but the three like zod and like his yeah guys, and Nan, yeah it starts with them like snapping the necks of like did you ever see that
0: no i don't think i did
1: yeah you should f- find that out but yeah that's kind of what it felt like so it was all like almost like a previously on krypton and oh, it shows why they were in the phantom zone
0: oh wow yeah because as it was it was just like they're in the first movie for no reason yeah and then they pop in the second movie and it's yeah, awesome. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I remember those guys that's yeah. writing. They there from before. So there's this
1: whole sequence of them, like sneaking into this, like scientific Kryptonian area and hmm. like snapping the necks of these, like security guards. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: And they're like trying to save the planet. So it's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. I love the, that tension in Superman stuff is never like the Joker's just an evil turd yeah (laughs) like he's never gonna be a good guy but all the Superman guys are like kind of trying their best even if they're failing like Lex just believes there's no good right and, and that's why he hates Clark, because Clark proves there is. He's like, you know, there's such a thing as innocent power, like, mm-hmm. whatever. This is how the world works.
1: Yeah, the Boy Scouts are a scam, and there's no way, you know, yeah. no one believes in the code of conduct of the Boy Scouts. Like, yeah,
0: he doesn't, he doesn't think that they even believe it themselves, right? He's like, right. you're trying to enforce rules on me so that you can privately not obey them and you can win, but yeah. I'm not falling for that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Clark just does, and he's like, oh God, I've been wrong with everything. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, that's why I wish like people would go back and watch this now it's mm-hmm. so prescient right like yeah even with the uh just global warming and like being on like like the earth being beyond repair at this point and like yeah
0: and and they refuse to believe him for no reason right. yeah for no reason yeah like what like worst case scenario because it's scarier to believe the it. planet? like yeah. yeah yeah
1: like his uh the his father-in-law character mm-hmm. like it's such a great character yeah because it's like you know, what if you're right, jor Like, that's scarier mm-hmm. than you being a lunatic criminal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I'd rather believe you're a lunatic criminal running around. That's like, so
0: weird. And, like, yeah. the stakes are so low to to just be cautious. Because, like, the worst case scenario is that, like, the planet's prettier and more animals are alive. Right, yeah. and the <laughs> air is easier to breathe. Like, like there's nothing to lose from, like, pretending like that yeah. global warming is real. Yeah. But if you're, like, like so, yeah. It's so odd. Yeah, the
1: way they, like, everyone's been brainwashed into thinking, like, oh, there's no such thing as climate change
0: and And, and it's a religion on krypton they even have a religion where like they don't leave the planet even though they have like interstellar travel they're like they're bound to the planet yeah and like it's all of these like weird anachronistic uh cultural traditions that dooms their species
1: interesting that's
0: pretty interesting yeah yeah and then when he comes Hmm. to earth it's he's like more conservative a little bit so it's like you know like he the super liberal stuff is from jor-el and then the good parts of conservatism is from from the kent's yeah yeah and he becomes master of both worlds which is like what america's supposed to be yeah like protect the things that are good and then change the things that are bad Mm -hmm. that is not a political stance (laughs) (laughs) that is like baseline american yeah and then clark gets to be that and that's fun
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and then so metallo is in this too do you like the metallo character
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: that's uh played by the yeah who does the voice um Oh, fuck. He's the he's coolest guy Zane? ever. No, he's a yeah. uh, he's the the main dude from Clockwork Orange. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm yeah, McDowell. Yeah, yeah. His voice is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's he's Metallo, and uh, it's Clark's first failure, right? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah because uh, Corbin Metallo is a he's piloting the mech we were talking about mm-hmm. and Superman goes to fight him and he's never fought anybody because yeah. like if he punches you you'll turn into an aerosol mist so he fights for the first time and he sort of messes up and yeah. turns this man into like a robot like the, he becomes Metallo because Superman doesn't have to fight yet right right so yeah. he's a valid reason for hating Superman for the rest of the series yeah definitely yeah, yeah. and he's also a man of steel uh, the same way that Clark's a man of steel and that's
1: <laughs> not by choice but yeah. By, yeah, yeah so it's
0: it's felt like them making him into the joker right oh right yeah like yeah when you push him into the vat of chemicals and yeah he's just sort of in. like a
1: thug like a low-lying mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah so speaking of chemicals i'm gonna go grab a monster so uh listen to these ads by our amazing guests <laughs> sponsors all right and we're back yeah so let's talk about the end of this this giant tv movie you know how great it is
1: yeah how does it end again Then, uh,
0: so basically it's just like that with him making metallo for right. the first time and then like superman being introduced to the world and the world reacting to him and, oh yeah yeah. and he decides he talks to lois and that's he right. doesn't reveal that he's clark Kent. yeah what is your take on that dynamic with lois Knight? i love that yeah
1: yeah 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 that love triangle between two people sure, like, sure that's yeah that's beautiful i like that yeah and lois yeah and that's sort of like her blind spot too it's mm. like she's so smart she puts two and two together immediately, but, like, just, like, she can't believe this bumbling, bumbling guy is, like, this like flying god.
0: Like, sure, sure. And that's, yeah, like, if beautiful. you just look close enough, girl, I have a crush on, you'd know that I was the coolest. Was there yeah. a love triangle at all between uh, Jerry and Yehudi and your girlfriend? <laughs> uh,
1: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, because when I did, like, when I was starring, like, the theater productions, I would go by Yehudi. Oh yeah, yeah. Like always in the program. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I like that. Yeah, I like that. That was my <laughs> my public persona. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this this story, the Superman origin story, it's been told so many times, mm-hmm. and in every different medium we have as human beings. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think it's so enduring?
1: That is a good. I mean, it's definitely got that sort of biblical. Like, okay, we're wrapping up one planet. Mm. You know, we we see it's gone totally wrong. Mm-hmm we are sending the seed of someone who can save another planet Mm -hmm. Uh, and how is that going to blossom like that's almost like that's the lesson
0: I like it and it's people see it as like a savior thing which has never been my experience it always seems like a like a an aspirational, like, we should all be like Superman. Right, right. Not that we're waiting being a Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, that, and these three episodes explicitly tell you, don't wait for Brainiac, don't wait for Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. don't wait for Superman. Like, yeah. become your own hero and, like, live this way and become a light in the darkness. And yeah, yeah. I really like that that's the theme that this one specifically told us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the series itself, because then it goes off, I mean, this is a little, like, Brainiac comes back and, like, isn't there one where, like, someone's tied to a, a asteroid, right? Or...
0: <laughs> I'm sure there is. I went like on for a little for a while. A monster, yeah, yeah. I really like that it's... Every episode, to me, of the series seemed to be about what what a man is in the 90s. Because, like, <laughs> the very next episode was him fighting Toy Man, and Toy Man is, like, a vigilante who kills bad guys. Right. And it's very, like, Punisher-esque, and they're yeah, like, well, yeah. is that what a man is? And then, like, Lobos, I think in the next one yeah yeah and he's like I'm the main man and I drink beer and I have cut off <laughs> denim and it's amazing yeah. and I have a motorcycle I'm like isn't that the toughest coolest thing and they're all about like right I'm the ideal and Superman keeps like quietly insisting no and he didn't say that he is but like right. sort of is and like Lex does that he's the it's the man of tomorrow yeah yeah what, like what does that mean what is the man of yeah, tomorrow yeah. is it the strongest guy in the room is it the most cunning is it the most rich right right or is it the most like humble and and like sincere yeah oh yeah i really like the man of tomorrow idea yeah, i wish yeah. they used that more than man <laughs> of steel which is like he's so strong yeah yeah he's so a tank who cares yeah. but like <laughs> the man of tomorrow is interesting to me
1: yeah it's like what what ideal are you gonna sort of map yourself to mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's interesting
0: is there a like Superman story that you have in your back pocket from when you're a kid that you wanted to tell? I know oh, you're, you're such like a creative guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, definitely like we were talking earlier, like I, I want to see an animated like 3d yeah. Superman movie. Yeah. Like that's enough with live action Superman. Like, <laughs> that's enough.
0: Like, Why do you think he doesn't work at live action? Cause I tend to agree with you, but your first incarnation that you liked was yeah, the Chris Reeve. One. That's so, true. But let's like, talk about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think, I just want, like, to, you know, that's enough with the excuses of, like, okay, this guy doesn't look like Superman, or, like, I don't know.
0: You just don't buy it? As yeah, much. yeah,
1: I just don't buy it. I mean, just because Christopher Reeve is so locked into what Superman looks like to me, that I could just, like... Everybody else looks like a high school production.
0: <laughs> it's, trying to be, They're Superman. a guy playing Superman. Right, like Chris is Superman. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I agree with that in the extent that, like, I don't think that I buy Peter Pan live action as much as I do as animated. Right, because it, it just feels real and natural when it's animated. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch like Hook, I'm like, oh, there's strings there. Yeah, and that's like, yeah. The suspension disbelief isn't there? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So you would do like a but incredible even like, style.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But even like the the Christopher Reeve Superman, the way it's lit and shot, it almost feels animated in a way. Yeah. Like even like the dialogue. You go back and watch, they had to ADR a lot of the dialogue. Okay. So it even like looks like like another actor did the voice of like lex it's oh, like in a
0: cartoon yeah that's funny and
1: almost like what's the bumbling lex Luthor? otis otis yeah it's like all his dialogue is probably adr gee mr Luthorn. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it just feels like it's animated i don't know but yeah i definitely like because we were talking about the new spider-man yeah, yeah. enter the spider-verse coming out mm-hmm. in july or june
0: i think it's christmas isn't it oh it is christmas yeah, you're yeah. right
1: yeah yeah yeah, I hope that you know. I'm going to see it a hundred times. I hope everybody I know sees it a hundred times. Cause yeah. I definitely want superhero movies to skew into that. Mm. Like, I want to see
0: the fully animated, animated
1: Superman movie.
0: And that's where you're at with your career. Like, you pitch a lot of animated stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that and the, you picked a cartoon for this. Do you think that that just speaks to? Is it important you to talk to talk to kids with your stories or to all ages? What do you see like the animation uh, audience looking like in your head?
1: Uh, definitely all ages. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Not just kids, but adults who love animation too. Sure, like you and me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's important to do uh, different kinds of animation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not just your family-friendly singing animal animation. Sure. But like, spread out into more action-packed animation. <laughs> like, I mean, imagine like a John Wick-style action movie, but animated. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but American action. Like, mm. I want to see something like that eventually.
0: Why do you think that other cultures have gotten there before us? Like, you see, like, Ghost in the Shell versus the Super right. animated series, and, like, why is that? Yeah,
1: I don't know. Mm. I think it's, um, they have a way of maybe creating them cheaper than we do. Mm. Oh, sure. So that it's not as big of a gamble.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotcha.
1: And they're like, adults read manga. It's just like, oh, and now, I mean, I think it's, like, skewing older anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like comics where it's words and pictures. There's no age mm-hmm. limit on words and pictures. You can yeah. do literally anything.
1: Well, and also traditionally, even like pre-90s, I would say, you know, all animated series were basically like toy commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, we're aiming towards the group that wants to buy the toy. Now, like 40-year-old men buy toys. So it's Yeah, yeah.
0: Like- even in this series they they had that mandate they had a bunch of superman costumes oh yeah they gave him limitations so that he had more toys which was actually really good for the story like he has to wear a spacesuit. yeah because they wanted a toy but it was cool to give him that that like limitation where he can only hold his breath for a couple minutes in my car i have him
1: in his scuba outfit
0: yeah that's awesome that's (laughs) awesome they turned the rocket that he was shipped here in as a baby into like a souped-up spaceship, so right. fly to other guys. Yeah, yeah, and he uses there, like sun, a mech suit. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's very Japanese. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, what about this particular animated version of Superman inspired your career?
1: Definitely, like the uh, the action set pieces mm-hmm. and the sort of the clean staging mm-hmm. of action uh, is definitely something I strive to like do. Like right now, I'm storyboarding on the. DC superhero girls So awesome. Yeah, and it's like so getting awesome. to like storyboard superhero like flying ah, that's around. The best. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's like a dream come true. So it's like being able to like like stage an action set piece with someone who can fly, who can punch through things, but like okay, how do I make sure she falls behind so she, like the action scene isn't over in a second?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So as a starboard artist, you're applying the Fleischer kind of struggle and the weight and movement.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what's beautiful about this show is like, you know, they're all in this superhero high. So like they're not masters of their powers yet. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah.
0: It's like the second part of the series where it's the Smallville era. I I like that a lot. That's cool. Do you feel like there's a sweet spot for the Superman legend? Like you just mentioned... um, like the smallville era of when he's still acquiring his powers, or at the end when he's super master of both worlds, or like, what, where do you when you think Superman? You know, like Spider Man. I hate when he's not a teenager. Yeah, I just hate it. Yeah, uh, it's just a personal preference because that's what I experienced as a kid. That was the that's my Spider Man as, yeah. as a a little kid with acne saying, "I'm Spider Man." Yeah. Like that's funny to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, with Superman, where do you see him in your yeah, head? Yeah, definitely. Is he married? Is he
1: n- no, no, no? Like the yeah. If I was ever to do my Superman movie, it would definitely be like his rookie year yeah like starting out in metropolis like that would definitely be, like that's where the juiciest stuff is
0: i would love to do the backlash yeah i like to do like year four where they're like screw you <laughs> you're boring like they're Batman's over it cooler yeah. than you are yeah, like yeah. as you saving kids them to be like oh have you seen aquaman he is a hook for a yeah. hand now and like <laughs> you're, you've been the same since the 40s you nerd yeah, like yeah. i want to do like hipster backlash era.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice he has to inspire the new generation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like when he grows the point of telling Kingdom Come, I want there to be like a direct thing of like, I'm me too, right? Like, he gets rid of the. He has cape. to
1: become a hipster. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, does he have a cape? He, what's what's the deal with his his black outfit?
0: Yeah, when he comes back no from cape, the dead, right? yeah, he had yeah. no cape, and he had like silver Wonder Woman gauntlets. Yeah, my favorite part of that sequence is when he comes back and he's like, "They always called me a boy scout," and then he pulls out a shotgun and cocks it He's like. Ch-ch-ch boy sports are always prepared. He's just like shooting things <laughs> with a gun.
1: <laughs> not <laughs> my best. Superman. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hashtag not my Superman. Cool, cool. So how about as a person? Are there any mm-hmm. ideals from the Superman of the animated series that you think of as as a man?
1: Oh, that is an interesting
0: thought. You talk about it being kind of like biblical. Does it have that effect in you spiritually?
1: It does. And even like, because on my uh, key ring, mm-hmm. I have this like Superman oh, logo. There we that i had since... Remember the Warner Brothers stores and malls? I do. like So like when the animated series came out. Awesome. So that's almost like my Jewish star in a way. Like that's my touchstone of like how to behave in life I like in that. a way. I
0: like that. I like that a lot.
1: Not that I think I'm Superman, but it's like.
0: It's a good ideal. Yeah. It's, you could do worse with role models, man. So <laughs> yeah. Superman's a pretty good one. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a Jewish guy, does it bum you out that Clark isn't Jewish or that his family on earth wasn't a Jewish family?
1: No cuz everyone has their idea of what a, like a Jewish family is yeah, so yeah. like like growing up like I thought everyone was Jewish. You know? like, I like
0: that. I like that.
1: Like cuz I saw um Harrison Ford was in a movie called The Frisco Kid mm-hmm. with Gene Wilder. Okay. It's like this western where he has to protect this rabbi mm-hmm. where Gene Wilder's like this rabbi. So like I don't know why but like I got it in my head like Oh, all of Harrison Ford's characters are Jewish. Right? Awesome.
0: So, well, it's Hanukkah, Han Solo. <laughs> I can see. What well, then even
1: in like Raiders of the Lost Ark, he says, Oh, didn't you guys go to Sunday school?" And like to me, Sunday school was a,
0: yeah. a Jewish thing. So I was
1: like, "Yeah, Indiana That's Jones awesome. is Jewish." Yeah,
0: it's funny you see like modern fans get so bent out of shape, where they're like, "How can I relate to a black character?" It's Miles, and like when you're a kid, yeah, everything's just exactly what you are. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, that's awesome but it is still fun that like i remember spider-man 2099 the yeah, yeah. miguel hero is mexican and irish specifically oh, and i was like that yeah. is dope <laughs> and i like got a toy and started like drawing the symbol in my hand and stuff and like yeah yeah it's still fun but yeah I'm, you can relate to these characters no matter who you yeah, are yeah he's kryptonian he's not anything right right. so that's beautiful
1: and i don't ever remember like i mean because where i was going with that it's like the kent's you know there are jews in kansas yeah of like, course it's of like, course like, Everyone thinks like Jews are just the New York Jews. Sure, like, sure, sure. But growing up in Houston, like I saw all kinds of different Jews. So it's yeah. like, yeah, why couldn't the Kents be Jewish?
0: That's awesome. Growing up.
1: I'm, they're probably not, but.
0: You know, in your heart. There. In, in your version, heart. they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. We get comments on this like, they're Protestant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says definitively. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. does he celebrate Christmas? Uh, Yeah, but he does also it? does like i think he has like a nonsense kryptonian christmas thing too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wrote it i wrote a superman christmas story where they oh yeah christmas, yeah. So yeah nice so i think canonically is, is that.
1: yeah it only bothers me when stuff like when harry potter celebrates christmas It's so like you're Christians a pagan <laughs> Witches, so like yeah it's like <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you're turning on your people Harry. like potter. even wookies have a christmas tree they call it a life tree right right like nonsense nonsense <laughs> is superman your favorite superhero Hmm. Answer wisely. Like, yeah. I'll throw down right now. off of flip a
1: table. <laughs> He's definitely, like him and Captain America are the two I would definitely like love to take a crack at.
0: Didn't you get a cease and desist letter for Captain oh, America? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell <laughs> our audience <that. laughs>
1: So I had these t-shirts with the Captain America logo, but with a Jewish star instead of just a five-pointed star. Yeah. Uh, and Disney tried to yank <laughs> it down from my Tea Public site.
0: Were you currently working at Disney too? Uh,
1: no, no, that was after. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, I got I've I've gotten all kinds of cease and desists from Disney. <laughs>
0: uh, can we hear some more?
1: Uh, I did all these caricatures of like the Lost characters because mm-hmm. I was just such a fan of the show Lost. Sure. And yeah, got a, a personal call from a Disney lawyer telling me to take the images off my site.
0: Ooh. I wasn't even selling the them. images, just the fan art. Yeah. That seems insane. Yeah. That's and like not how that works. Right.
1: <laughs> but this is like, I guess early. I don't know. This was like before. Cause now you see everything, every sort of like every flavor of fan art. Yeah. Yeah. Now.
0: Yeah. Mostly just dirty hentai stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But,
1: but yeah, like what lost was like what? 2005. It's funny. This is like so, yeah. pre
0: my little pony reboot. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah personal call like how much did that cost the disney corporation
0: that's so great yeah
1: to that's have so like great. one of their lawyers call me personally <laughs> yeah
0: all right so current projects from you saifu
1: saifu comes out march 13th oni press
0: heck yeah i saw a preview copy just now and it looks awesome
1: yeah I just got in the mail yeah hip hop ninjas and stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah this one i'm excited about so it's uh, about a kid who's a dj it's set in the 80s in brooklyn And he scratches the perfect beat, and Mm -hmm. then that's what summons a UFO that abducts him and his family to a robot planet.
0: It's so awesome. It's like an even better Last Starfighter. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I like it so much.
0: Anything else you can tease?
1: Uh, And then I'm working on one, I don't know if it's announced yet, uh, for Lionforge, another all-ages sci-fi comedy. Cool, cool. And then they're going to be putting out uh, Rocket Salvage. Yes. So that was my book through Archaea. Pre-Boom Archaea.
0: Yeah. OG Archaea. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then got kind of lost in the Boom Archaea merger. Oh, things did. Uh, and so they never did a trade. So then I got the rights back. and yeah, My Land book Forge.
0: too, that Loki book I did, never got a trade They never too. did a trade for no, that? No, no. It's what? a bunch of money on singles on eBay though. So Yeah. 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 And the guitar picks. Yeah,
1: the guitar picks are, yeah, guitar picks are fun. <laughs>
0: that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah so uh, what, is your, uh, what is your favorite book from your bat catalog? If we're going to read something that's come out already. Oh.
1: Uh, Buffalo Speedway. All right. Like I still, def- I think that one's one of my best. That's for sure. good. Yeah. Cool, cool. The art, though, like you know, it was my first one, so mm. like I'm still learning, and you know, because coming from animation, that was a big hurdle mm-hmm. of like, because uh, I would try to do it in an animated style, like where everything's on model and like, sure, but like that would just took forever. So like one page took like three days, and it was like, okay, that's
0: where you learn. I'm not gonna anyway. be able
1: to finish like this, so. I sort of was like looking through other comic books. I was like, oh, okay, they don't look exactly right at every <laughs> you angle. I can cheat a little. I can be looser.
0: Let's go. Cool. What's the pitch for that story? You want to tell the audience?
1: Yeah. So Buffalo Speedway. It's set in the summer of '94. It's about pizza delivery drivers. Uh, it takes place on one day on the busiest pizza day in history. <laughs> so, like on that day, uh, it was June 17th, 1994. So on that day, the World Cup was being hosted by America for the first time. Oh, this is
0: real. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah.
1: So, it was the World Cup was being hosted by America for the first time, and then the uh, NBA Finals, Rockets versus the Knicks, and then that was the day OJ Simpson went on the run. <laughs> so It was this sort of like perfect storm of events. How, how did you know? Like, I was delivering pizza for Pizza that, that is that day.
0: so funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I always love those like one bad day keeps getting worse and worse and yeah, worse yeah. It's kind like of the movies. Killing
0: joke with pizza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so awesome.
1: Yeah, and then also like making fun of like manly men movies like. Apollo 13, you know, we got to sure. get the job done. And, you know, sure, sure. Crisis movies. Yeah. So, like, to set that in the world of pizza delivery and, like, taking that super seriously. But, like. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah.
0: That's so funny. Amazing. All right. So, where can we find you online if we want to look up your work?
1: Uh, Instagram is at Supermercado Comics. Do you spell it? S U P E R M E R C A D O C O M I C S. Thank you. Thank you. And um, website, uh, supermercado.pizza.
0: I like it. I yeah. like it. Cool. Thanks, Hughie. Thank you. It's been excellent. Great yeah. having you on. Well worth the, the wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thanks.
1: Man. You can throw away that last one. I think we did better this <laughs> yeah, time.
0: That's the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a Patreon you have to pledge a million yeah, dollars a million dollars you can get yeah. the dirty
1: Martin one. Scarelli will be the only you yeah. can yeah. afford
0: yeah the only one with his Wu-Tang <laughs> album All right, yeah. and thanks again to Meltdown Comics for having us yeah and the
1: sign the thing saying save Meltdown
0: yes save Meltdown yeah yes I'll put a it's link a in historical the website market. for this, or the page for this uh, episode alright awesome Bob up, up and away yeah Ooh, super friends with Eric Esquivel